This Seattle Medium podcast is sponsored by the Port of Seattle. Hi, my name is Mian Rice, the Diversity and Contracting Director for the Port of Seattle. As a public agency, the Port of Seattle serves the community and our investments should benefit everyone who lives and works here. The Port is committed to equity, diversity, and inclusion and to leveling the playing field. That means continuing to open doors to contracting opportunities to all, especially women and minority-owned and disadvantaged businesses. How can you participate? List your business in Vendor Connect, a database of contractors. Attend PortGen workshops to learn how to do business with the port. Learn more about contracting opportunities at portseattle.org. For more information on operating a concessions at Seattle Tacoma International Airport, visit lease.seataxshops.com. The Katie Hall Foundation and the American Red Cross are teaming up to host a blood drive that will both increase blood supply for black and brown people and awareness. But, uh, and with me this morning, the top of the issue is Katie Hall uh, of the Katie Hall Foundation. Good morning, Katie. Good morning, Chris. How are you? I'm doing well, and yourself? I'm doing pretty good. Hey, it's Friday. <laughs> I'm doing great. Right. <laughs> I understand that. Uh, Katie, uh, first of all, let's talk a little bit about sickle cell disease. You know, what is it and why should people, uh, especially African-Americans, uh, be concerned about it? Oh, yes. Thank you, Chris, so much. Well, you know, sickle cell disease is a genetic disorder that affects the hemoglobin in our blood, which carries our oxygen. So when you just think about the oxygen being carried through your blood, that's impacted when you have sickle cell anemia. Um, and it's, the issue really is that there's not a lot of money put into sickle cell and the research and the development end of things. And it really does, it affects us. It affects black people. It affects BIPOC communities as well. And I think events like this is really important. I mean, of course, my call to action is sickle cell, right? And that's why I want blood. But when you think about any person of color that needs blood, it's important for us black people and brown people to give the blood for sickle cell it makes a big difference because that blood would be able to help kids or adults living in our community with sickle cell right and i understand that give as much blood you know what i mean and, and there's reasons why we don't and i get it trust me um but we really are in need of blood it needs the blood that we're going to be donating is going directly to our local hospitals around here and uh, really we're doing that because we want blood available for sickle cell patients now, this winter, as we're going through this winter month. Right. And then, you know, I understand that there is a short supply uh, of blood, particularly from black and brown people, as you uh, indicated, uh, which is something that doesn't bode well um, for our community because uh, African-Americans and other people of color are disproportionately affected by sickle cell. Exactly. Absolutely. You know, I mean, Chris, I feel like I've been knowing you uh, KJ's whole life. You know, I really feel like I've been talking with you for about eight years at least, and um, my daughter lives with sickle cell, right? You know, me and my husband, you know, we're high school sweethearts. I mean, we've, I mean, we've been through everything together in life, and when we had children, we were about 32, 33. We always knew David had the S trait, but what we didn't know is that I was a carrier of the C, and that's very important for our community to not only give blood, but also become educated about, you know, the different traits. Um, I wouldn't change anything, um, and I will also say I've been with my partner since I've been 15, 16. We're, you know, we're 41. We had kids in our 30s, and that's when we knew that we had a child that was living with sickle cell. I mean, thankfully, 
um, David knew quite a bit about like pain crises and things like that just by having the trait in itself. Um, but when you actually have the S and the C together, it was a little bit more than what we both were, you know, used to experiencing. And so that's why we had to educate ourselves because we were like, we're not about to just become some, a statistic. Uh, we're going to learn as much as we can learn about this disease, and we're going to have to learn how to love it. Because the one thing, if you hate something or you feel like, why me, why me, it's going to show up in every part of your life, including your mental health. And the way I look at it, if my daughter has sickle cell, then it can't be a bad thing. We just got to figure out how to live with it, and we got to figure out how to support her and how to support it, if that makes sense. Right, right. And uh, let's talk a little bit about the partnership that you guys have with the Red Cross and this this blood drive. Yeah, thank you. So American Red Cross, uh, we've actually been talking with them for probably about a year and a half. Um, The pandemic was difficult, as you know, Chris, to have any live events. Um, and then, as you know, we, we took a hiatus and went to Florida and came back. And so the timing was just perfect this year. Um, they've been talking with my daughter, um, the foundation, for about 18 months. And so we decided to come together right now that it is Sickle Cell Awareness Month and being able to hold this blood drive in our community right there in the Central District where our location is at. in American Red Cross, they were like, well, yeah, let's, we want to partner with you all. We want to support it. We want to not only sponsor the event from a financial standpoint, but we want to physically be there with you all. We want to help you promote it. We want to bring people in to give blood. And so this partnership has been almost two years in the making, and so it's really wonderful to be able to roll out our first event together. Right. And, and Katie, when it comes to giving blood, I mean, we all know the, the story, and there's um, of which communities don't give as much. Um, and, and really, in general, you know, blood donations are down. And a lot of times it takes uh, some sort of tragedy for people to go start donating blood um, in major fashion. Uh, however, you know, can you kind of talk about just how important it is for our community uh, and some of the rationale why for our community to donate uh, blood, uh, not only right now during this blood drive, but on right. a regular basis, specifically when you talk about people who have sickle cell, because part of it is, you know, yes, African Americans are disproportionately affected by sickle cell. However, a uh, majority of people, you know, don't have it. Some of them might be carriers and don't know. Some of them might have the trait. I didn't know. Might know. Yeah. I didn't know. And, and, <laughs> yeah. and if something does not directly affect you, there's not necessarily the uh, energy behind it Absolutely. or the emphasis on it for you to go do something even though it's disproportionately affecting other members of your family and community uh, and, and at a rate that's much higher than what you wouldn't even think about. Absolutely. you. I mean, oh, so I'm going to go – I'll share a story. So you, I think you ran an article this week. Um, I had a guy that's in the hospital right now, and he has a, um, a situation with his liver. And he just said, hey, I saw your article come out in the medium. I want to thank you so much for advocating for blood. I'm actually in the hospital right now for a different issue, and I had to have a blood transfusion just this morning. Thank you so much. I hope that more people give blood that look like us. So, like, that's a direct message. This guy does not have sickle cell, and he was in the hospital and had to have a blood transfusion, and this just happened, and he saw your article. That's just one example. Um I know, like, even one of my sisters, like, she went in to have a baby just, like, 18 years ago. So now it's a kid. I'm not a kid, an adult. But she went in to have – and so she ended up 
happened to come out of that and had to have a blood transfusion. You know what I mean? So it can happen at any point. It can happen during birth, right, after birth. Anything can happen. You can get in a car accident. You just never know. So having black blood is so important for us to be able to use. Now, I'll say this. For this blood drive, we want anybody and everybody to come and give blood if you can. But I will say this. We need black blood. Chris, I told you. I said, listen, I'll take your financial donation, but your blood is more important to me. We really need black blood. This blood would be right here locally used immediately in our hospitals. And so that's why I would say that it's important. Um, and then even my daughter, I mean, thankfully, we have never experienced a blood transfusion. However, there's several of her peers that have experienced blood transfusion. And if a kid needs some blood to get out of that chronic pain, we want that blood to be available to them, and we want it to be a match. And so that's the reason why I would say that it's important to all of us. Right. Um, Katie, uh, I want to give you, give you the time, date, and location of the blood drive. Yes, thank you. <laughs> so now one thing I want to I say is that we know that school is just starting back, and this is a real hard time for anybody to do anything in September. We recognize that. It's September the 7th. It's a Thursday, and it's between 11 to 5. So what does that mean? you need to sign up, like you physically need to sign up for a time block so that space can be reserved for you. Um, the other thing we're encouraging you to do is make sure you eat, because I've, I've always been unsuccessful with giving blood. Well, part of it is I was not eating before going to give blood, or I was drinking coffee. So if you can hold the coffee, please, this one day, we plan to have coffee there afterwards, and we'll give you coffee and, and all the food you need right after, <laughs> right after if you need it, but we really need you to come hydrated, fed and no coffee in your system. That will also shorten your time of being there. We can have you there between 20 to 45 minutes. So we are also asking employers if they can give staff in the area a little extra time on their lunch breaks. We are willing to give everyone an hour, a volunteer hour from coming to give blood. So not only are you giving, but you're also going to receive back an hour of volunteer time. And we're hoping employers give people a little bit more time because it is in the middle of the workday. Um, it's the only time that we could do it, which is between 11 and 5. I think we have about half of our slots signed up right now. But we want people to sign up. Like I said, Chris, to you on, on Tuesday of this week, we need your blood. We really do. Right. And how can they go about signing up and registering? Um, so you can go through the katiehallfoundation.org. That's the letter K, the letter D, H-A-L-L, foundation.org. Um, you can go there, and then so it will lead you to our to our blood drive, and you can sign up there. You could also send an email to info at kdhaw.com, and he can sign you up too. Um, we have about half the slots left open. Um, it's at the 2100 building in the Central District, which is the 24th Avenue South in Seattle. Um, if you need to get in and out, I would encourage you to sign up. If you're free and you just got time on a Thursday in the daytime, and come on by, you know, we're not turning anybody away. We really need blood. All right. And, uh, Katie, before I let you go, uh, just really want to give you an opportunity um, to speak directly to our community this morning, somebody who might be on the fence about whether or not they're going to give blood or just kind of thinking about it. You know, sometimes we think about stuff and it's a few days away and we kind of forget. Uh, just give you a moment to, to speak directly to our community to kind of keep this on their mind and make it an urgent situation uh, for them to be able to make sure um, that they put this on their calendar and register for September 7th. 
Absolutely. Like I said earlier, I know that we're just getting back to school. I'm a mother, too. I got two kids starting school this year, so it's busy, right? I get that. This is an hour that you can give back to people in your community that you might know or that you might not know to be able to really give them potentially another shot at life, to be able to get them out of pain. Your blood is so, so important. Once again, we'll take blood from anybody, but our black blood is so important for people living with sickle cell. And so I just encourage you, if you can come and give an hour of your time, we will give you an hour of volunteer time um, back to you. And I just think that in order for us to uplift any community that doesn't get a lot of attention, it's, it's going to have to be a domino effect, and it takes all of us to do that. And if you can't give blood, hey, come and volunteer that day. We need people there just keeping the doors open. Um, so feel free to volunteer. You can reach out to info at kdhaw.com, or you can go directly to our website, which is kdhawfoundation.org. And it was in Chris' paper this week, so check that out too. Chris, I can't thank you enough. Oh, you're welcome. Not a problem. Are you still there? I am. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Wanna wanna thank you for joining us on today's show. Wanna thank you for bringing this information to our community, but also uh, putting forth the leg uh, legwork and the effort necessary to put on uh, an event like this to you know raise awareness, but also to uh, raise the donation level of and as a blood supply here in our local community. So thank you very much for that. Oh, of course. Well, Chris, I'll see you soon. Oh, I'll see you actually Thursday because you. I think you said you were going to sign up. <laughs> <laughs> see you Thursday, Chris. <laughs> Have a great weekend. Uh, Bye. Um, then, uh, the event will take place on September 7th from 11 a.m. to 5 p.m. The 2100 building in Seattle. You must register in advance by emailing info at kdhall.com. That's info at kdhall.com or by visiting their website, which is kdhallfoundation.com. We're right back. Org, I'm sorry, kdhallfoundation.org. We'll be right back with a message from the people to the people. <laughs> 